Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hire Us Hollywood, the podcast about the shows that Hollywood should be making. I am your host, Diana, and this is your host, Jackie! What's up, everybody? And just like our fun facts from episode 22, they still hold correct that, to my knowledge, Diana and I are both testing negative for coronavirus. Even though we are not using those tests, we are not that famous enough. But we are still negative. I sort of think I might have had corona. Did I tell you this? I thought there were allergies. Well, I thought they were my allergies, but now... I have just my normal allergies again, and now I'm like, were they really my allergies? And so I think it's just me being paranoid, and I probably didn't have corona, but I just, you know, it's me being an anxious millennial mess as per normal. I mean, that's all very fair, very good. I am glad that you're a-okay. Your voice sounds great to me. Um, My fun fact was not that we are testing negative for coronavirus, and I hope those of you who are listening are staying safe, Uh, but my fun fact for Diana this episode is that Uh, One of her peak commute behaviors while taking the train down to the city, at least in her old job, was creating her own movie montages just to herself. So you're like, Jaggy, what does a movie montage mean? This means staring wistfully out the train window as the suburbs pass you by and on your headphones because this is a personal movie montage moment. Something dramatic is going in and you are playing this whole entire scene in your head while staring out the train window, making your way to the big city. I would be the most dramatic I would do would be listening to the album The Suburbs by Arcade Fire <laughs> as I'm, like, leaving the city from work and going back to... Oh, God, it was the most over-the-top. But, you know, sometimes you just have to feel like you're in a early 2000s uh, making the video moment, and you just make it work. And it makes you feel better about being in a... Dirty metro train with a bunch of strangers. We all gotta do what we gotta do. Oh, yes. And then my fun fact for Jackie this week is that many of you may not know that Jackie is a gifted cinematographer, director, videographer, artiste. And she's done a lot of fun videos, but right now she's helping her sister uh, co-create some quarantine lockdown video art. Yeah, like the one that I helped her do the other day that got beer on me was that she hit a Bud Light with a shovel, like to hit it up, and then her friend in a different state had a glove and like somebody threw it to him and he caught it. That's fantastic. Yes, I think it is like peak friendship. So for them, that's like one of their like friendship motifs. Like we have chilies, they have Bud Light. Honestly, how American. (laughs) They have Bud Light and we have chilies. Next time we go to Chili's, we'll have to order a Bud Light in their honor. Oh, yeah, 110%. I think, like, it spells how Midwestern we grew up and we are. Yeah, you know what? A Bud Light is one of my aunt's beers of choice. And at my cousin's wedding last spring, I saw her pour a Bud Light into a champagne flute. And I was like, yeah, that's that's about right. Wasn't this the same wedding that had, like, the smashed potato bar? No, no, no. That was a different cousin. Okay. I was like, that sounded like a great wedding. I know. Just all around classy antics. But yes, I um, have a... My undergrad degree is in film and video studies. And since I don't often get the chance to flex 
what I did for a number of years, so it's always very fun to do it, like, low-key recreationally. Um, but yeah, if we were ever to become a video podcast, which I have zero plans on us doing, we could do it, but I have zero plans. If we became a video podcast, it would just be a video of me laying in my bed with my unicorn wallpaper, looking like a hot mess, talking into a microphone, and then a side screen of you (laughs) and your microphone. Wrapped in a blanket. And us just... Yeah, and us just looking like <laughs> lazy ladies, not late, just just cozy burritos cozy with microphones ladies. in front of our face. Yeah, I think if anybody ever imagines what it looks like when we record, we are both in comfortable pants. I mean, I thanks to this quarantine, I haven't worn real pants in like almost two weeks. You know, this it's not bad. I think it's a good thing. You're living the life of I comfort. Mean, everyone's gonna leave quarantine, and they're gonna just look insane i mean quarantine does make you a little insane so i'd be a little concerned if everybody was like wow i look so normal it's like the end of the semester in college when like people are looking like they're zombies yeah that's what i think everybody's gonna look like this sort of feels like finals week in college but it's gonna last like two months this is a long finals week my senior's final week one time, I dyed my hair with Kool-Aid. Like, this isn't going to end well. Is this the same t- one where you and Terry took the train? No, no, no. That was a different one. Okay. I thought you were going to say, was it the same one where we became ordained ministers? There's so many options here. <laughs> yeah, anyways, I don't do well in finals week, and this is now going to be two months of finals week. But we are both gamefully employed, so I will drink to that. Yeah, thank gosh we aren't being furloughed. Oh, yeah. And I would like to say that, like, last week's episode, it was kind of like a pie-in-the-sky idea, where it was really lofty. This week's idea is very, very grounded. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was going for But we'll we'll, we'll go for it. Um, That was what I would call an interlude. Where I was hoping I to know, gain some I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were going to say something besides Sprout. <laughs> you know what, guys? I just want everyone to know at home that this is our 23rd episode. And for everybody who would be like, oh, man, you guys must have it down. You have a science for it. You have, like, a methodology. Surprise, we don't. Surprise, we're just winging this. Jackie, what's your idea for this? Okay, thank you so much for that lovely setup as I led us to nowhere. Um, okay, <laughs> so imagine this, guys. It's going to be a world post-pandemic because that's what it actually technically is right now and has been justified as. So we're looking at a TV show that takes place in roughly 2021 when life returns to normal because guess what? It's going to happen one of these days. Slash it will happen before 2021. Fingers crossed. So the pilot of this TV show occurs. You start with a Vegas wedding and I want this Vegas wedding to be like an Elvis ordained minister and things like that. And the whole pilot episode is this wedding. But the show is about the two people who are getting married. So the two people who are getting married are two people from Ohio or like another miscellaneous state that only matter during election years. Um, 
preferably like we're gonna have um guy and girl who are friends um the girl has like a professional job and she did not get furloughed she did not lose her job um the guy was like working in a restaurant he was trying to become a chef um and he got laid off so he has mounting bills and debt and college debt and he needs something to happen in order for him and his cat not to have to go to the streets so what ends up happening is this woman is like, well, you're an okay person slash you're my friend. I take that back. He's better than an okay person. She makes him an offer. She's like, well, you know, we can, like, let's make a deal. Like, why don't I just marry you? And he's like, you're kidding, right? She's not. She's like, really not. So this person needs help. And she's like, whatever, I'll help you out. So the opening is, is that they get Vegas married and I think that they get people to go to Vegas by being like, oh, you know, like, come to Vegas. Like, the parents definitely don't know, even if they show up. And I would like the friends to be, like, all dressed up in very ridiculous outfits slash costumes slash onesies. As one um, does, yeah. Yeah, so you, that is, like, the bulk of the pilot episode. And then the second episode, or the second half of the first episode, is he moves into her place. So they have, like, separate bedrooms and things like that. And I want them to really be opposites um i think that usually plays really well on screen and you're like okay so are these people friends from high school or anything like that i want them to be friends because they work the same like retail job or like similar and like when this woman started to get her like paraprofessional slash professional degree that pays the big bucks he went to culinary school and then there's been enough time and they've stayed and touch and and all of those things and it's like yeah I'm gonna help you out um the big conflict I think is I think some people think it's real and some people think it's not but as like the episodes go on they have all of these like stipulations to this like fake courtship like yeah you're gonna sleep in a different bedroom like I'm gonna pay your rent for like a year I'm gonna ask you to cook x amount of like meals a week and I think it's this whole thing of um yeah, they're friends who get married. I imagine it's sort of like, um, maybe like in the first episode, it's like when you move into a dorm and you have to make like this like dramatic roommate contract, being like, mm-hmm. I promise not to trash the dorm and I promise not to be a gross bitch, like all that stuff. I imagine them coming up with like this super like sort of long and funny like contract almost. Yeah. Because when they get married, it's a... It's a contract, basically. It's like, we're going to make this just uh, a deal, so to speak. So yeah. I d- just imagine them just like, you know, pen and paper writing out. It's like, and then just sort of like a montage of them being like, okay, I'll make four breakfasts, but that means you have to take out three, you know, tr- the trash three times. And you know what I mean? Like, just sort of that, where it's just sort yeah. of funny. And like, and I sort of wanted to, you know, how you said they're sort of opposites. But I sort of want it to be, like, the opposite of the, oh, she's going to be uptight and he's going to be, like, sort of, like, the messy whatever one. I think it'd be fun if you, like, sort of made that the opposite where it's, like, he's really fastidious and clean and all that. And she's sort of, like, a slob. Like, in work, she maybe be, like, really great. But in life, she's, like, a hot mess express. Yeah, I see, like, him being the one to, like, bring the TV and things like that. She's slightly allergic to the cat. Like, there's all of these mm-hmm. things where I want it to be, <laughs> like, oh my, just, like, I, it's humorous. 
I can imagine him being like, oh my gosh, this lady has like a great fancy job. He like sees this like fancy condo on the, I don't know, 16th floor they're moving into. He opens the door. She's like, welcome home. He opens the door and it's just like a pigsty. And he's like, and like all illusion is shattered. Oh yeah, like when he looks into the refrigerator, it's like condiments. It's like a box of baking soda that is somehow expired. That's a good one. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. But yeah, I think like they're friends and they've hung out before, but obviously never at like one of their places and things like that. And it's like, oh, I know that you've fallen on hard times. So like, why not? I also want it to be that their parents are not super aware that it is a contract. Yeah. Are the parents like very traditional in this sense or... Are there going to be, like, other, um, like, is it going to be revealed there was other forces that, um, not forces, but other, like, influence that inspired them to be like, oh, well, maybe we should get married. Like, it was, like, pressures from, like, the parents or society or things like that. So, I am super glad that you said that. I see at least one set of parents being, like, a blended family. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that's still the politically correct term to use. But, like, a family that had, like, divorce and remarriage and, like, half-siblings and step-siblings and ex-step-siblings. Um, I want one family to look like that. And then I think... Mm-hmm. There's this joke that Diana and I both have that, like, all of our friends who and relatives who've planned weddings get, like, super-duper stressful. And everybody, Diana has quite a few times been like, this is why people elope. And I think that's where a lot of this kind of genesis of having a Vegas wedding comes from. Honestly, you know, if a Vegas wedding worked for Brittany, it should work for everyone. It's going to be longer than four days. Well... That's always good. Yeah. So I'm glad that you were mentioning, like, oh, what else is going on at play? Um, I think the big twist is that everyone really expects for them to end up together, like be OTP status. But I think what I would like to see happen is, like, the guy mm-hmm. hasn't come out fully slash to everyone in his life. But I don't see both of them being straight. I think that's kind of this thing of, like, it makes it even more make sense for, like, contractually to be like, look, I'm here to, like, help you out on your feet. But if either you or I fall in love, obviously not with each other, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, here's what we're looking at. But, like, we're looking at, like, one year and then we're going to go from there. And that one year would obviously be the first season. Do they get a prenup? Yes. I, like, prenups, wills... Things like that scare me because, like, I'm afraid that I'm going to pay my taxes wrong and then all of a sudden I'm in really deep water. But, yeah, I do see them signing a prenup. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Like, I think that they, like, know it's not, like, a forever thing. This is, like, hey, you need help. I can give you help. It would be nice to, like, have somebody to come home to. I feel like that's solid. So you feel like just it'll develop, if anything, it's just going to develop into a solid friendship more than anything and you feel like it's going to be anything like they're going to sort of gain the things they lack if that makes sense from each other yeah and I think like the audience is like kind of sort of rooting for them to fall together but I think that I could see one of them maybe falling in love with the other person but I think 
that one thing that's missing from a lot of mainstream media, and I feel like if you look through so many of my pitches, it's like, for better or for worse, it's like, okay, hey, like, where can we get representation that is not often seen? Um, do you, have you ever heard of QPP, Queer Platonic Partner? I have not heard of this. So it's like, there's different types of, like, just like there's different spectrums for everything. There's like, oh, there's romantic, there's like, you know, platonic, things like that, where you can get along with different people. It's like why every relationship looks different. And like your best friend's always going to be your best friend, but you don't like want to be with your best friend, um, if that makes sense. But it's like just like this idea that you could have like a friend for life and they're going to be your friend and it never has to be more than that because being a friend is always perfectly enough. Oh, I mean, I feel like that. that it's like quintessential life partners. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, just with like no expectations slash like obviously it's between person and person. But I think that that's something that I think we always look at shows and we're like, okay, where's the romance? But what if we had like a show that just was like, yeah. This is this is this isn't romantic. Like we have fallen on hard times and like the sad thing is is that sometimes situations aren't the best and people like step up to bat. And more of the thing is is like these two people get along really well. Why does it have to be more than that? So I feel like that could be a very powerful statement of a show. I feel like a lot of time when they have friend shows, they do like a bigger friend group. So do you think like it would obviously be the focus of those two, but do you think they would have a bigger friend group within the show? Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely want to see like holiday episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I want to see a uh, Passover episode, like like one line, like one show opens on the contract where it's like, you have to come to this holiday. Okay, well, if I'm coming to this holiday, <laughs> you have to come to this one. So we see different things. I think that the parents will be part of it for like one of the characters more than the other. Um, mm-hmm. I also see their friend group. And I think most of the friends are like well aware that it's not a romantic thing, but... I think sometimes maybe, like, one of the characters is, their friends think that they're lacking in a certain area, so they're like, this is it, like, maybe this is gonna, like, push them over the edge and finally have this experience, um, and things like that, but I think Friendsgiving is a very important episode. Oh my god, Friendsgiving, as you know, is my favorite holiday in the world. It's such a good holiday. But yeah, it's definitely more of an ensemble, but I don't want it to necessarily be, like, new girl- Where, like, everybody has to get paired off, and then, like, people... I'm not saying, like, people regress, but I don't think, like, we need stupid characters. Like, I think of, like, Three's Company. None of them were necessarily stupid. They were just silly. I think, like, some shows, you... If, like, the character's gonna be stupid, like, they gotta be, like, stupid smart, stupid funny, if that makes sense. Oh, it's like Perks and show, Or have you seen Happy Endings? Yeah. (laughs) Like, Alex, mm-hmm. like, oh, and Penny, like, mm-hmm. they're all stupid, but, like, they're not stupid, but they are stupid. You know what I mean? Like, also, if anyone listening to this has not seen Happy Endings, please, for the love of God, stream it. It is one of my f- top ten favorite shows of all time. Too soon. Gone too soon. They always like to, like, tease, like, maybe we'll come back for a season. Ooh, don't fucking tease a bitch, okay? Just do it <laughs> or don't. <laughs> I'm glad we all know where you stand, Diana. I have a lot of hot takes and opinions on 
television shows that should and should not come back. I mean, we do host a Hollywood TV show central podcast, so I would hope you have opinions. Like this Gossip Girl remake? Don't need it. Okay, we don't need it. Most people would argue that we didn't need the the TV show debuting in 2007 after the slew of Gossip Girl like novels that were released in the early 2000s. Well, the first, like, I would say three to four seasons of Gossip Girl to Love, to I'll watch. Yeah, it's Once I go, to, go to, college, to college, I'm out. Yeah, mm-hmm. no one needs that. It's like the same thing as Saved by the Bell. Like, mm-hmm. no, once they're to college, we're done. Yeah, I just have a very vivid memory. I must have been in, like, middle school where, like, somebody's mom, I don't know if we were at the library or at Barnes Noble or at some, like, used book place where the mom was like, I will let you leave with any of this stuff, but I will not let you leave with any Gossip Girl books. God, they were so scandalous. They were? Very scandalous. I don't know. It's just like a very specific, and that was before the TV show and things like that. So it was just like even leading up to like the TV show, it just in my mind was kind of branded as this thing where I was like, parents were like, God, just stop. Like, please. I got in trouble for reading a Chelsea Handler book. Which one was it? Are you there, Chelsea? It's me, vodka. You know, I think I was in high school. And my mom was like, it's inappropriate. And I was like, whatever. I'm cool and sophisticated. I watched Chelsea lately. Trey sophisticated. I don't think it was that sophisticated. I'm luckily I did not get a drinking problem from watching Chelsea lately as a teenager. And reading it at an age that was subject to volatility. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And here I am. I'm just a nice little angel. Honestly. So yeah, I do think that their friend group plays a large part of it. I think the other part of it too is like the guy is trying to like it was a big deal for him to stop working to go to culinary school and then to try and like make his dreams of becoming a chef come true and then okay where's he gonna be working is this like (coughs) excuse me is this like a farm to table situation or is he gonna get stuck at a like applebee's well i think the whole thing was he had a really good job at a good restaurant before all Uh the stuff happened and then he lost his job Okay. I thought you said they were working retail. That's where they met. Interesting. Well, Jackie, who are you sort of seeing for some of your uh, casting choices on this one? So some of my casting choices, I'm looking for somebody in their 20s or 30s, like every other show I have pitched. So some of the people who I will try not to, like, reuse. Um, I think Lily Reinhardt would be somebody who would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who I think I don't want to say she's too old, but if like Carrie Russell wanted to be in it, that'd be. I mean, I could see Sophie Turner. I think like Sophie Turner is so out of like everyone's league. Like she just belongs to the stratosphere. But if somebody like Sophie Turner wanted to be like the lead in this, that would be cool. Everyone keeps saying Sophie Turner's pregnant, and I'm like, you guys can't just say she's pregnant just because she got married. I don't understand. I think people are fishing for news. If she chooses to procreate, their baby will be very beautiful. The baby will have thick eyebrows because of Joe Jonas. Yeah, and I bet it will be like a really great baby um, to add to the Jonas clan. Very, very musical. Yeah, um, I have no comment because I saw that and I was like, this feels very unfair and unjust. So, I mean, true. Oh, you know, oh, I like Billy Lord as the choice. Okay, so Billy Lord is somebody who would be rocking it out. Okay, who are you thinking for the guy? 
Um, I'm trying to think for the guys. I want somebody who's like low key. Shake Jill in a hall, but he's not. He's too famous. Young. I want somebody who's like low key handsome, but not pretty. Does that make sense? Low key handsome, but not pretty. Oh, let's see. Dylan O'Brien? He's sort of, he's sort of like love silly. Dylan O'Brien. I have seen so much that Dylan O'Brien is in, and I am a humongous fan of Dylan O'Brien. I think he's great. He's really worked on his acting. He's a huge Mets fan, and I think he's actually a good person. So, yes, and Dylan O'Brien could okay, be the Okay, so... Okay, well, then we've got it. Like, have you seen uh, him in the first oh, time? There also... Uh, no. Oh. All I've seen him in is Teen Wolf, and I don't think that's probably the best of his ability. True. Joe Keery. What's he in? From Str- Stranger Things. See one of the kids? No, he's the teenager. Isn't but he he's... dating the woman that's on that show? No, that's the British one. That's the other one. Wait, so you're talking about the DePaul one? Yeah. The uh... one I used to see at Trader Joe's all the time. Yeah, he could be in it. Okay, well, maybe it's just a bad... Oh, Dev Patel. I love him. Okay, he's great. I think Dev Patel, though, like, he seems so overwhelmingly competent that I don't know, like, that feels like a stretch. What about Josh Hutcherson? Let's yes. make this just like the Hunger Games. You know, that seems... Post, post-coronavirus, post we need a champ. Okay, we're almost getting to time, Jackie. So, do you have an idea for the sound uh, soundtrack? Do you have an idea for the title of the show and who is singing the theme song? Okay, so for the theme song, I think I thought about this, the theme song, more than I thought about the actors, which is true to form because yes. it's me. So, I'm thinking that we have something that's like, not like that it used to be cool, but I'm thinking somebody like Alt-J or Beck. I would love Beck, honestly. I mean, Beck is top one, and then I was trying to think of, like, bands that people say they like without actually listening to them, and Alt-J was Tame the first Impala. one. <laughs> and Tame Impala. Every, every like, mid-20 guy is like, yeah, I love Tame Impala. You're like, okay, what's your favorite Tame Impala song? And they're like, oh, yeah, uh, the one that's like, duh. You know, no one can ever name a song. Yeah. But they all are like, yeah, to my, uh, my space song is a Tame Impala one, and you're like, no. Gosh. Yeah. Exactly. I was trying, like, my first one was definitely back, but then I was like, okay, what would, a, like, somebody who likes craft beer say they like without ever having listened to it? Or they would just, like, make up a name of a dumb, like, a band you wouldn't, you've never heard of. Like, oh, yeah, I like, um, the werewolf, uh, werewolf, uh, banjo experience, and you're like, oh, yeah, them. Like, no, that's not real. The Stop only person lying. who would accept that from is Phil. Phil, because you know Phil would have started that band six months ago for the long con. Like that's a thing. That's why he's the only one. I'd be like, oh yes, please tell me more. And he would pull up the Bandcamp website, and I'd be like, okay. And you'd be like, well, gotta buy a T-shirt now for the Werewolf Banjo experience. <laughs> exactly. So like that's what also, I'm thinking for. <laughs> right. Remind me to text him that we need him to start a band called the Werewolf Banjo Experience. He might have already. I'm telling you. You mentioned the long con. I'm going to Google it right now, and it's going to be like, oh, damn, there's your Spotify already. 5,000 plays. Yeah, and I would also like for the show to be on Netflix. I think that this show would work really well as like an eight-episode encapsulated, and if they got, you know, sometimes Netflix shows usually cap out at three seasons, so I think this would be yeah. a kind of like a perfect thing, because I think the thing that would hang over the show for the whole time would be like, will they, won't they? And at the mm-hmm. end of the day, they won't. 
but they will still have a really fulfilling relationship. Jackie, what's the name of this show? So I wanted to do a spinoff of Until Death Do We Part. So I'm thinking it's just going to be called something like Until Whenever. What about if it's called Until Death Till Whenever? So Until Death or Whenever? I I don't know. I feel like you don't want to do... Because you want death. That's what I was thinking. That's why I was saying, like, until whenever, or, like, you know. What's it called? Does it have to be wedding-based? Because the wedding is no. only one part of it. Because it's, like, basically... It doesn't have to be wedding-based, but I do want it to be, like, kind of, like, temporally ranged. I feel like it's, like... Okay. So it's, like, to have it a hold... Uh, uh. What like, if it's what just forever or whenever? I feel like it should be like, because I think the premise, like, it should be that they're trying to convince people that it's going to be forever. Okay. Because they have to convince that it's like a legitimate marriage. Okay. So I think maybe we shouldn't be like whenever. I think maybe the name should be like something like, what What are the names of the people, the characters? I mean, is it a- Addie Abigail? is one, or Addison. Addie. A- I like Addie. Okay, so... Addie. And I think the guy has to have, like, a one-syllable name. I feel like Bo. Okay. Addie and Bo forever. Like how you would carve it into a tree. Addie and Beauregard? Beauregard's his full name, but he goes by Bo. Okay. So it's and Addie and Bo? Like, forever. Okay. Is the name of the show. Okay, I really like that, because they are trying to convince okay. people. And can we decide that, like, the longevity of the show is from when they get married to when they get divorced? Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, but I want them to have, like, on the final finale episode is them having a divorce party. Oh, yeah, and I mean, even in the credits for the last episode, they can have, like, a flash forward of them still being friends. Like, one of them serving as either, like, um, the best man or the maid of honor at the other person's next wedding. Yeah. I totally I want good. that. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, I th- I think we've done it, Jackie. I think we've we've come up with Hollywood's next hit. I think so, and I think that this show is so ripe. I think that it should just, you know, somebody could, like, stroll down Podcast Avenue, and instead of all of these, like, other series, we're very thankful that you're listening to us. Like we said last time, we're hoping you guys are all well. But also, if you're a Hollywood executive and you're like, wow, these two gals have a plethora of ideas, but this one might be it. Oh, what should they do, Jackie? They, they should, should contact us because we <laughs> have social media and an email that is still a Gmail. So we have Hollywood at gmail.com. And aren't we Hollywood at Instagram and on Twitter? Jackie, you're Jackie. You learn. Surprise, guys! Jackie. An old dog can learn new tricks. Jackie, I am shooketh. Guess what? I listen. I might not look like it, but I am. I'm so stinking proud of you. It only took two years. <laughs> I'm so shook. You're an icon. We're icons together. Well. That's true. Well, thanks, folks, for listening this this week. I always say this week as if we put these out weekly anymore. We've but been we're better in twenty twenty, and we were like, we're we really trying. We're really we're trying. Trying. Trying is the keyword. Well, 
Thanks, folks. Until next time, bye bye No, that's awful. I hate... These are horrible ideas. Oh, man.